What's going on, Tosh Talk people? What up? Uh, my name's Tony. I am joined by Jordan and Alex here this week. It's been a little bit, guys. How have you been? How have you been doing? And what have you been up to? It's been wild. What about you, Jordan? Uh, wildly, originally boring, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, the same old same. Wake up, work, eat, sleep. And do it all over the game. Just like most Americans, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I moved back two and a half hours away from home, back to my college town. So I'm big chilling down here. I started my internship this week. What, what? That's awesome. So nice. Where are you interning at? It's this place called Image West on campus. It's an advertising agency. So Let's go, dude. If anybody needs any ad work, hit us up. Um Sure enough, been cranking through a ad campaign supporting diversity on campus this week. So we get to present that tomorrow to the dean of our department and see how it goes. That's awesome. Sweet, man. Um, so for this episode of the podcast, we are going to be talking about uh, worship fails. Uh, all three of us are currently in the worship ministry at our church. And I feel like it'd be fun to talk about... Um, some fails we've had on stage. So if you're a fellow musician, um, you can probably relate to this, even if you don't do, you know, church worship, if you've just ever been on stage. Yeah. Um, just stuff that we've gone through on stage that is kind of funny. And actually I have one this last week that I can talk about this week. So, um, yeah. So does anybody, and also, um, we're going to be talking about a little bit, what we've been up to since the last episode and what we've been going through throughout the week. So does anybody want to start us out? Whoever wants to start. Tony, I want to hear your story from last week. Yeah. So uh, actually it's not really my worship fail. It's mainly uh, my girlfriend Katie's because uh, she was oh singing with me gosh. this week. You're going to call her out like that, bro? Well, it's not really it's not really a fail on her part though because so for worship and contemporary worship and stuff um like the big production side, we have a fog machine in the background that kind of emits fog on stage. It smells and, like pancake batter. Bro, it straight up does. I'm glad that you said that because I've <laughs> I've always kind of thought that, but anyways, so we were right in the middle of this song called Protector. Um, and all of a sudden we just hear the fire alarm go off. And we're like, what the heck? And we see like the flashing lights like from stage because it's like all around us. And we see flashing lights just go blump, 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 blump. And I'm like, okay, what the heck? Um, Wait, was this on Sunday morning? Yeah, this was on Sunday morning. So Wait, um, during service? Yeah, it was during service. Yeah. Um, so the uh, this, uh, I just got done with my song, I think. And then we went into Protector. Uh, well, no, we, we just got done with Holy Water. It was yeah. like me and, yeah. Um, it was me and Bobby doing Holy Water. And then we went into Protector, which is the one that Katie was doing. Um, and right in the middle of Protector, the fire alarm started going off because the fog, I guess we didn't have uh, one of our air conditioners was broken inside the sanctuary oh yeah and 
it was causing a lot of fog to build up in the air conditioner and which set off the fire alarm or something like that. Um, and so everybody was kind of freaking out. Like you could see out in the congregation and just, you know, people were like, what the heck is going on? Do we need to evacuate? Like, do we stay, do we sit here and worship and stuff like that? Like, what do we do? Um, and so it was really funny because I looked at Katie and she's, <laughs> she's just super focused in on worship. Like she had, she did not flinch a, like, I mean, I could see her look around the room and like, see like what she, what is she like supposed to do? Because, you know, nobody really knew if we had to evacuate or anything. So she was just kind of sitting there and she just carried on like a trooper. Um, continuing the song. Yeah. And, um, you know, I try, I tried to like play it off at the end of the song. I was just kind of like the devil's trying to stop worship, you know, <laughs> like what's going on right now. Uh, and then Kent came on stage and he was like, yeah, it's, it's nothing to worry about. Um, you know, the fire alarm's just going off because of the fog. And so it's nothing really to worry about, but yeah, I mean, that's just, that's one fail recently that I was just like, what is going on? Was that first service on Sunday? That was second service. Yeah. If you actually go back, watch um, it. Yeah. Yeah. So all our uh, online listeners, you can actually watch this on the live stream that we do on Facebook every week uh, for our second service. If you go to Harmony Christian Church, uh, do a little plug real quick. Um, you can actually kind of hear in the background, the fire alarms kind of going. And there was like this, there was this, um, while this was going on, there was a voice through the intercom because our church used to be an old Walmart. So it still has like the intercom system thing going on. Um, we just don't ever use it because, you know, why would you use an intercom for church other than a fire related incident? Yeah. Um, and so there was this little voice saying like, I, I mean, I couldn't hear it because Katie was singing and the instruments were playing and stuff like that. So I had no idea what the person was saying from the stage. Um, but yeah, it was, it was crazy. Cause I had like no idea what was going on. I thought like there's legit a fire going on in the church and I was like, I'm not going to stop worship. I'm in my zone. I'm ready to worship. I don't care what's going on. I was into it. Yeah. So that was, that was my worship. And that literally happened last week. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, I mean, it happens a lot. Worship fails fire are quite. I'm about to say fire alarm. Yeah, I still couldn't there. hear it. If you I listen very, very carefully. I must be you dead. You can hear it. Yeah. But you can tell because like it was during Protector. Yeah. And after we got done with the song, I was just kind of like, well, I don't know. I, I said into the mic, I was like, I had no idea what that was. And so you could, <laughs> I, just, I had no idea what to say because I was supposed to speak directly after that song and talk a little bit about uh, it as well, which is the next song. Um, but yeah, I just figured I'd, you know, make a little joke out of it because it was, it was kind of funny because like I, we've never had that happen before ever. Oh, yeah. Like right during the middle of service. So. Yeah, it was it was quite fun. I've never had a fire alarm go off. <laughs> I had no idea what to do, dude. I, I was just like looking around the room. I was like, I was like looking at Josh Duvall who was drumming that week, and I was like, uh, should we stop the track? Like, what are we doing? But Katie just kept on kept on going like a trooper. So yeah, you got to belt Katie. that out. <clears throat> belt it out, man. But uh, I know for me, it's I've had plenty of. Of drop sticks while playing. 
Have plenty of drop picks too. There yeah, you go. I was about to say, yeah. Tony plenty of drop me, picks. The last time I played, I dropped a pick. I just started strumming with my fingers instead of using a pick. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and you know, being an acoustic player, yeah, I can't. I I like I can't even tell you how many picks are probably in the sound hole in my acoustic guitar. I I haven't like shooken it up recently, but I'm sure there's I'm sure there's at least one in there. You know. I mean, it happens during practicing at home or during practice at church. I'm sure yeah, there's just, a thousand picks on my guitar right now. I just wish I had that luxury of being able to strum with your. That's why you play electric, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I true. wish. Unless you use a hollow body. Hey, it can still fall through those cracks. Fall breaking my back, y'all. Um, I know. Yeah, I know one uh, particular. I was at Tate's Creek with Mike. Was it still there? Um, and uh, we had electric drum set, which probably I hate electric drum sets, but that was actually a good thing that week. And we were playing uh, "Not Ashamed" by Christian Stanfield. Yeah. And it was getting to the point. I think it was the the last course going into that that bridge breakdown with like a lot of toms and stuff and like i hit one of the rubber cymbals going up and it the stick flew and it went probably at least to the foot of the front row so all the kids sitting there saw it so that was awesome and then i like had the kick going because at least i had something going and then i started literally just playing the tom part with one hand and then when it came to like the buildup, because like at that point I wasn't bringing like a whole stick bag and having extra sticks, which I do now every single time because of that reason. Um, and so I was playing that part, and then it got to build up, and then at that point I just you know did what I had to do and started flicking and hitting the snare instead of not hitting anything at all. So I was playing one-handed over here and then hitting the snare with my hand with the other. And luckily, not many people noticed it. The, the kids in front who the stick almost hit noticed it. And then, of course, Mike, being the fun, loving person he was, had to make Love sure the, yeah, the entire church knew, oh, hey, during that last song, our drummer Jordan dropped a stick and played with one hand. I thought it was pretty cool. I'm like, thanks, Mike. Thanks for letting everybody know that just happened. Yeah, so when you drop a stick, do you just kind of have to sit there and just, like, smash your hand on the drum <laughs> and, like, make it act like a stick? Like, I I've never understood that. Or do you just grab a another stick quickly? Do you have, like, some on hand in the drum cage? Yeah, so, like, then I didn't because I didn't have anything to, like, hook the, the bag to on an electric drum set. But with acoustic sets, I just have little hooks, like, a strings or whatever. Like, I don't know what you call it but straps that go to the sides of the rims of the top floor tom and they just come right next to my leg. So I have sticks right next to my left leg. And so depending on what stick it is, if it's the right stick I lose, it's actually better because I can just reach down and get it. But if my left stick, I like usually just keep hitting cymbals or something because usually it's steering like some type of drum fill or some type of big thing. And so I can just reach down yeah. and get another stick and keep hitting. Um, and I used to like get super embarrassed and super mad 
and like take it home with me and everything. And now it's got to the point, uh, cause I've been playing, I, I want to say at least 10 years, um, to the point where I just shake my head, smile and just move on. I mean, that's so, the best thing you can really do for worship fails. Yeah. Right. Because I can't even tell you how many times that I've been on stage and I've been leading worship and I'll, I'll be like going through the song and I'll like say, uh, what was it the other day? What did I say the other day? I can't even remember the song, but I like and misinterpreted like, cause I wasn't paying it. Like when I get into my worship zone, I just completely forget about the lyrics and I'm just like, it's just me and God just right there. Yeah. You know? And sometimes <laughs> I do a really bad job sometimes of just like taking a look back at the lyrics to make sure that I'm getting it right. And so sometimes I'll just like mispronounce like a, a line of the song in like the verse or like the bridge or the chorus or whatever. And I'll just completely say it wrong to where it just makes <laughs> Dude, worship music makes you question whether or not you have dyslexia. Yeah. yeah I swear, bro. Which is Especially crazy. Trying to most... read the courtesy monitor in the back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Depending on who it is, but it's weird. Cause like most worship songs are just repeating. And so, <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So like songs like so will I, I don't even understand how people do all like 25 minutes of that song. Yeah, exactly. Cause I it's like, it. it's the same tempo, the same chords, just yeah. slightly different lyrics. And it's like the same tone. It's like the same pitch of your voice throughout the entire song. The song is exactly the same, except the lyrics are just mixed up a little bit. And yeah. It like I don't even understand how you're supposed to lead that song because like I, I you know I like going back on YouTube to watch videos of people doing that song and I have no idea how they don't do it or like how they do it without a music stand. Oh yeah, because that song would give me a headache trying to remember all the lyrics for that. Yeah, I, I I couldn't do lyrics period as a if I was a vocalist, I couldn't. The confidence monitor does help, but you do need somebody that kind of knows what they're doing to kind of make oh, yeah. sure that the it's lyrics are being popped crap. up. Yeah, exactly. It's, As I was once told, crazy. always be two seconds ahead. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, All right, what about man. you, Alex? You so I won't worship fail for us? call this a worship fail. I will say it's a worship fail that was attempted to be put on me. So... Tony and I used to work diligently under a former worship pastor. And this is when I first started playing electric. So probably mid-2017-ish, probably August, September 2017, somewhere around in there. So it's been a while. But apparently... I had used the worship pastor's amp, which I know for a fact I did not. Uh, oh, the, the church ha- use the church house AC thirty amp. Shout out to Vox amps because they're dope. They're but amazing. Our former worship pastor continually told me for the rest of his tenure that I'm the one who blew up his amp every Sunday out of play. Electric, he'd be like, well, you blew up my amp. Well, sorry, wasn't me. 
By the way, he he Man. he gave that accent because our former worship pastor was from South Africa. South Africa. Yes. Yes. Jeremy. If you're somehow, I don't even know. <laughs> I have no idea if Jeremy listens to this or not. But, uh, but Jeremy, for the record, I'm going on the record. This is going to go live. I did not break your amp. Not. I will swear by that to the day I die. Me and you still team that too, by the way, because like you'll get to we'll be, we'll both be early to practice sometimes, and I'll just you know I'll stare across from you on stage and be like, "You broke my bad cat." <laughs> and it's every just like, time. every single time because that's what the amp was called by the way it was called a bad cat it's a bad cat cub uh, yeah heck of an amp that's the but... brand of the yeah it's a it's a great yeah it's a pretty good amp yeah i like it yeah. but I, um, I, did, I didn't break it though yeah but yeah i'm trying i'm trying to think of like so of like thinking of like an actual worship fail though um i did i, th- I can't remember if i was playing a student service or if i was playing a uh Let's see. We're playing a main worship service, yeah. but I started a song in like two steps above where it should, or like a half, or I guess a whole step of where it should higher than it should have been. So my were you capo or just playing the wrong chords? No, I was just playing the wrong shebang, man. I was because we had changed chords. They're not changed chords. We had changed keys, and yeah. See, that's the problem with doing that right before we get into practice yeah because we'll get to the end of practice or like we'll get to the end of practice we're like oh no we need to change this like three semitones this way or this way i'm like y'all can't do it just give me a capo and i'll go exactly yeah man i had i remember (laughs) oh sorry you go Go, 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 go. (laughs) no i just thought about the bad cat again (laughs) he really did give you some crap about that dude all the freaking time did i deserve um, it maybe but probably not probably not i wouldn't say that i don't see how you could have broke it i mean it was was the bad cat a tube amp yeah apparently uh, apparently i left it on too long apparently i left it on for a week a week allegedly well you're usually no that i don't i couldn't see you doing that because you're always very lenient about turning stuff off yeah, I'm meticulous when I got my because just because that's been drilled into my brain, so I turn off the amp, turn off the amp. Yeah, just because of somebody thinking I broke the amp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say, Jordan? Uh, I had Mike get mad at me. He might not say he got mad at me, but I saw his face, and he got mad at me. I don't think During... I did angry. Oh, he got mad at me. He will never say he did, but I, I literally <laughs> saw. His eyes, and they were mean. See, wait, wait, was this at Harmony or was this at Tate's Creek? No, this this was at a church camp at Bluegrass Christian Church or Bluegrass Christian Camp out off of uh, Athens, oh, past the okay. Ocean Road. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, and we were, I think it was like the first or second night, and we were playing Red. Um, and like the way we always played it was. You would come in with just acoustic and, and, and vocal, and like, would you take me down to the river? And you seen that little part, just just basic acapella, and then go into the intro with the acoustic. Um, my 
somehow, I guess I was super nervous because I never played with a bunch of like kids and all this other stuff. Um, I came in right at the end of that intro. So like, because that's how I come in later in the song. Will you take me down to the river? Yeah, and I would go in that part. And so when he's saying that intro, I came in right at the beginning. And it was just me and his vocals. And that was it. Yeah. And I kept playing. And then it got to the instrumental intro. And he turned around and mouthed very big with angry eyes. What are you doing? And I mouthed, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> like <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. Honest, yeah. Like I don't know why I was playing it. I don't know what I was doing. When it got to the intro part, I, I calmed down with just a, a bass kick and and just kept going until I, I came into the song and played it fine the rest of the way. But like the whole time I'm like, he hates me. I'm not playing the rest of the week. I'm done. Whatever. So after we played that set, I walked to the back and and told Allie. I guess I think we were dating at the time. I'm like, I'm I'm gonna have to leave. Like I'm I'm super super angry at myself. I'm I'm I ruined this whole thing, and it was the worst feeling. I it's actually the worst I felt messing up ever was at that moment because I thought he hated me, and Dude, see, it was Mike crazy. Was- Mike was always really good about doing that too, because. Uh, and by the Waiting way, for those people. of you, well, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, but uh, for those of, for those of you who don't know, Mike was also a former worship leader at Harmony, which is the church that we serve at. Um, he was always really good at like whenever somebody did something wrong, he was very good at like giving you those eyes, right, to be like shut up <laughs> stop yeah. playing or, or stop doing what you're doing or whatever or like Dude. you're making a mistake he, like those eyes that he had when he gave you that look it was just, it made you feel so bad oh, about i was so, uh, it was just like what are you doing <laughs> I felt so bad dude and he laughs about it now because i just i mouth i don't know yeah, but yeah, like yeah. in the moment oh it was bad it yeah was it was terrible. bad yeah i mean i from a worship leader standpoint i get it because you're like, you're messing, like, you know, we're like off tempo or whatever, or, you know, something like that. Cause there's been tons of times where he gave me that look for like strumming off tempo or something, you know, just for like where I can't hear the click very well in my ears oh, or something. Yeah. But yeah, I totally get it because Mike totally did have that look where he's just oh, like, dude. When he, whenever he gave it to you, you're just like, man, I, I done messed up. I done this? did something bad. It's just like I know he knows other drummers, but he asked me to come to do this camp, and it was, you know, it was, it was because I'm pretty sure it was the first time I ever played there. Yeah, and it was, you know, nice of him, and then I, you know, that he had confidence in me to do that, and then I went around and did something. It didn't sound bad, I don't think, but it was terrible. It was a terrible thing. I bet you did great, my guy. Ah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I think I was like 26, so it it was you know five six years ago. But I got it was you. crazy. I think it was fun the rest of the week after we like talked about it and laughed about it. But like in the moment, man, that's what you got to oh, do. Yeah, so you can laugh at yourself. Yeah, oh, you have yeah. to. That's the only way. Because the thing about worship ministry, you're always gonna mess up. 
There's nobody, there's not a single person that's ever done worship on stage that doesn't have a story about them messing up somewhere, you know? Like, it's just not feasibly possible. Um, I actually have another one. Uh, It was a couple weeks ago, um, and I was leading two songs right at the very beginning. Um, And we sit in this, the band sits in this back room called the green room. Uh, which is not green on, yeah it's not green at all don't let the <laughs> don't let it confuse. I, I don't i still don't know what we call it the green room that's just uh, what most churches call them uh i guess it's well, like the i guess it's like the you know the band room i guess but it's not yeah, really a band room because any it's not secluded at all it's like anybody no. can go over there yep um we ain't special but, but anyways it was like five minutes. No, it was less than five minutes. It was like two minutes before we were ha- like before service started, and we were all still in the green room. And we usually go up at about three minutes before we have to actually perform. And it got down to two minutes, and I all of it, like the Sunday morning jitters made me have to poop and pee something awful, dude. I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. <laughs> it was bad. Hey, Sunday jitters are, are real. Dude, they are real. The worst. They're terrible. It is terrible. And so I was just sitting there. I was sitting there um, in the bathroom. And I was like, okay, I really have to make this quick because we have like <laughs> less than a minute to get on stage. Everybody was already on stage. They were just waiting for me. And I led the first song. So like if I wasn't on stage, it was just going to be awkward silence for until I got up on stage. Um, and so... I realized I didn't have time to get everything out of my system. So I just had to, I just had to toughen it out for the first few songs before we had to go off stage. That way Kent could do a sermon, which was our pastor. Um, and as soon as I was running to get back on stage from the bathroom, I dropped my pack <laughs> and the batteries fall out of my pack. Gosh. And the pack basically has like a click in our little, in like on our, in our ears. Um, throughout the entirety of a set to like, it helps us keep time with the songs and stuff like that. It's a magical voice that says, play this, then this. One, two, three. Yeah, pretty much. And it like lets us know the, uh, the arrangement of the song in our ears. That way we never lose track. Yeah. Um, and so the batteries came out of it. And at that point it was like legit 25 seconds until I had to get on stage. I I didn't even have like, yeah, I didn't even, yeah. And also I have asthma too um so um it was really bad because uh i got up on stage finally after you know having to poop and pee and all that sort of stuff um and so i got up on stage and we were doing the countdown and i had to like speak right like say hey harmony you know welcome to welcome to service greet the people around you and stuff like that i thought you were about to pass out dude (laughs) i had such I had such a bad asthma attack. It was insane. <laughs> Dude, I don't have asthma attacks like that anymore, really. But I can't tell you. I've never moved that fast in my entire life. And I used to play football. Oh, yeah. Like, like I, I knew that I had 25 seconds to get up on stage. And so I ran for my life, bro. And I still had to get my guitar. I still had to get my guitar on. I had to... I rearranged my music from practice Sunday morning practice. I had to do all sorts of stuff. And then I dropped my pack and I'm, I know that I'm not going to have any click in my ears to like do these songs. 
And so I got up on stage and I was like, <laughs> <sighs> oh, that was bad. Welcome, Harmony. Welcome to church this morning. You know, <laughs> I was like dying internally. And then we started doing the song and then I had, <laughs> the song was really bad because I was having a mid-tier asthma attack while singing. And you know, you need your lungs. Uh, you, wait, what'd you say? I think that was first service though. So you were lucky on the. Not yeah, it was live. first service. Yeah, it was yeah. first service. I was completely fine by second service, but first service, I was out of it, bro. It was really bad because I was just sitting there like, uh, uh, like the entire service. Oh, yeah. Until, me and you know, Allie, until, what were you saying? I was like, me and Allie were sitting up front, and then like Kent was behind us. He's like, is Tony okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah is he going to live? Yeah, so somebody apparently got Kent from whatever he was doing, and he was uh, somebody I guess told him I was having like an asthma attack, and Kent like darted apparently from yeah. what I, what I was told. He apparently oh, darted. Man. He darted on stage, and um, he, he you know he had his because uh, Kent also has asthma too, right? So he was like, um, oh, he was uh. Oh, I don't know the words. Um, sorry, my mic messed up. Uh, but anyways, can't, uh, came up on or he wanted to come up on stage in case I was having an asthma attack, but um, he decided not to. And then afterwards, he kind of came up to me and was like, "Hey, are you all right?" and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, that is my second worship fail because that was really bad. Not only was I not having a good morning because of all the stuff and all the stress that was going on for practice and for the tracks. Um, but I also had an asthma attack, so that was pretty bad. Yeah. And that was like all, both that and the other one were in within like two months. Yeah. I feel you. So recently it has not been very fun to be on stage. <laughs> it's hey, always man, fun it's... I get to worship the Lord, but. It can be stressful. Like it, it's, it's very stressful. Yeah, there's a lot going on. There's a lot behind there's the scenes a lot going that on. a lot of people don't know what what's going on, like behind scenes and in the time that that we and people in production put into this. Like it's it's yeah, all we, out of out of love for it, and you know it's it's nothing to us. But like it is a lot of time. Like especially new songs. I'm at home practicing new songs. Like multiple times if i'm actually prepared and then you know wednesday night practice sometimes they go late especially lately they've been going late um just because we don't have uh, a true worship like you know they haven't hired a new worship leader yet tony's been killing it stepping yeah, in been, and, and stuff like that yeah i've been doing my best i uh before we first uh before mike left um i had pretty much no idea what i was going to be doing <laughs> you know because i I've never been a full-time worship leader oh, and yeah. I'm still not at the moment, but, um, but I've been doing my best and I had to learn the tracks, which is the songs in our ears. Um, I've had to learn how to bring the team together and, you know, support them. And yeah, it's just, like, I can't even go into how hard it is to be a worship leader because it's, it is one of the toughest jobs ever. It is especially, very, it's very stressful. Oh yeah, especially from like someone looking from the outside in. It seems like oh, you pick a few songs, you 
play your little guitar and you go up there one day a week and then you're done. No, and it's, more, it's not way more into it than yeah, it's that. not that at all. Yeah, you have a ton of things that, and the amount of practice that, especially for like people like Alex, Alex does a lot of like lead guitar stuff. So, um, you know, he's constantly having to practice and stuff, and it's just a lot more than just getting up on stage and and just playing. You know, yeah, it's so, yeah, it's oh, rough. We talking about practice, man. <laughs> it ain't a game; it's practice. What are you talking about? Even even the game of of worship, man, things go go awry. Like you're playing a song and something could mess up, and somehow the click track is now a half step ahead and going a little bit faster yep. or going slower. Or and you're when fighting the, it the keyboard whole time. when your electric keyboard goes out of tune. How does that happen? So shout out to Alex Real. I don't know how he touched the keyboard the way he did, but his magic fingers. <laughs> so we would come out of a set list one weekend, then the keyboard would be like three half steps off of normal. I'm like, how do you detune an electric piano? That's weird. Well, I think, Tony, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was when we were trying to run. But what was Jeremy trying to run through it? Uh, not Sunday Sounds. That's what I'm thinking of. The MIDI stuff. Uh yeah, it was off the uh MacBook, wasn't it? Yeah, so it would like it was uh, would, uh, soundstage or something yeah, like that. Sunday okay, sounds. Yeah, yeah, it was some MIDI mix that you were able to use uh, along with the electric piano, and it so like it gave it a whole bunch of different presets and stuff like, like Alex that. Alex would go to play one song and be like, "Oh, Alex, you're out of you're out of key, buddy." Like it was, have- it's actually a really good app. I just you know. Yeah. How am I out of one? I feel like that piano already has a bunch of presets already built into the piano. Oh, there is. I, I like no, it was main stage. That's what it's called. It's called yeah. main stage. Um yeah, I feel like I understand having more wanting to have more of a um contemporary worship piano sound, kind of similar to a Nord piano, which is what a lot of the Big churches use. If somebody wants to sponsor our that church, money. send us one. That'd be awesome. Yeah, get us a Nord piano. I'm sure Alex Real would love that. A Nord for oh, the yeah. Lord. <laughs> he's told me he's wanted a Nord church, but I think the uh, what what's the piano we have now? What is it called? The electric one. Oh, it starts the motif. Yamaha mo- motif. Yamaha motif. The motif, boy. It Our is house. just fun. Yep. We've had that piano for ages, bro. It still works, man. If it ain't broke, it's, don't fix it, it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, bro. But yeah, that's my uh, me having an asthma attack on stage. That was my. Uh, that's rough. My second most recent um, worship fail. I do have one more I want to talk about, but uh, do you guys have any other ones that you want to talk about? I don't know. I I dropped a stick again last time I played. <laughs> during somebody's song, I don't know. Was that so during a song, a or is that what me and you would jam Stacy's mom? No, it was when we were actually playing, and Katie saw it. Yeah, that's what it was. Katie yeah, saw I remember it. Katie looking back. now yeah, she she looked back and like smiled. I'm like, yeah, that happened because the stick fell like way forward next to the kick, and so I decided to get another stick and just kept playing. That, that used to happen to me all the time. Like I, I like I used to like. I bought, um, like rubber dick, 
bad word rubber dipped sticks <laughs> for 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 like handling and that works but like they're so expensive like 15 dollars and i can't afford to do that because i used to break sticks all the time because i don't know how to play correctly see this is exa- that's exactly why that is exactly why i could never be a drummer because as much as i drop my picks i know for a big fact I know for a fact, hitting those drums, I would lose a stick almost immediately. That or I'd go to hit it too hard in my stick. Have you ever had a stick break? By oh, the way? easily. Yeah, I've, I've had yeah. I've had pieces that chip off and fly everywhere. I I've had you know I don't understand that though. What's the difference? But like, why don't they just make sticks that are made of like, you know, metal or something? Like, what's the difference? Why do they make it out of wood all the time, where they can just, just easily break like tone, a baseball bat? Yeah, it's, it's about the sound. Is like, it a I tone have, thing? I have plastic, hard plastic sticks that I think are made for more like electric drum sets, and the sound is so like dumped, like it's so muffled, hitting the snare, hitting the tom. There's no power behind it. There's no this feel. What so do you think I carbon have, fiber sticks would sound like? Dude, I don't know. I know metal ones would sound terrible on like the actual drum set. The cymbals would. Could I don't know? Could break the symbols to be honest. Gotcha. Just crack them. Wood is just you know wood is just wood like the acoustics. It's, yeah, are I made mean, of yeah, wood. The the sets made of wood. And, you know it's it's. I don't know. I I'm not good at terminology. I'm not good at like knowing a lot of drum stuff, which is weird. I just I've never had a lesson. I just listen to music and I play to music. Like that's that's what I do. Dang right. So like to even tuning, I don't. I'm not like the best tuner. I can get it on there and make it sound like it. I guess should, but I can't like do special tuning or anything like that. Right. I was um, watching a video the other day all. on a guy just tuning his drums to sound like different drummers. So he's trying to sound like Travis Barker, like other drummers like that, like Dave Grohl, people like that. I was like, that'd be hmm. awesome if I knew how to re- do that. Exactly. You like, you don't realize how much changing the tension on the head of a drum changes stuff just a little even like just a little little half turn can make a a world of difference it's insane and drums have to be some of the most expensive instrument out there it sucks oh i guarantee you especially and (laughs) speaking of expensive instruments have you ever tried to buy a saxophone? No. I wanted to play Bro. saxophone when I was in fifth grade, but they said they had uh, too many people wanting a saxophone and not enough trumpeteers. And my dad had a trumpet already, so I had to play trumpet. Can you still play trumpet? So when I... I can make a sound in a trumpet. <laughs> I can't probably play it anymore. Cause I never learned how to read music through the four years of my concert band nice. years. Yeah, I just wrote the fingerings down and memorized it by concert time. So when I first joined band in middle school, you know, I had no concept of money when I was in middle school. Nobody so does. We I was just money. like, Dad, I want to, you know, join middle school band like all of my friends are doing. And so I wanted to be a saxophone player because I just always really liked the sound of saxophone. Oh, yeah, they're, they're sexy. Um, and he didn't tell me until recently how much my sax that I actually still have, and I can sell it pretty much any time because I don't really play anymore, but that thing <laughs> costed so much money that, like, I, <laughs> I feel so bad now that I think about it. 
him spending that much money to for me to play a saxophone in middle school only for me to just not play saxophone anymore. Oh yeah. I feel so bad, but I just like I don't. I just don't have any use for it anymore. Yeah. I would like to try to play trumpet. I switched to baritone um halfway through seventh grade and all the way through eighth grade. Um and I play that easier because the mouthpiece is like three times the size of a trumpet. But yeah. Uh it was it was rough. Not knowing how to read music, which was my own fault, was rough. Because the teacher would be like warm ups and like, okay, Jordan, play a play a D. I'm like, I don't know what a D is, but okay. And then my 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 friend who like I always told the person sitting next to me, I can't read music. You need to help me. And so like he would like put the fingerings like one three uh, down under the chair, and I would look at it, and I would just hit that note, and she's like, nope, higher. And I was I couldn't hit hit that like higher low part. But like she would just tell me, oh, no, not that one, the other one. So I had to just blow higher. So I could still play it. Like if I think if I told her, I think she'd be super impressed of what I did. But at the time, I should never let her know because she'd probably kick me out of band. And that was yeah. an easy, easy B. It would have been an A if I could do the sight reading tests, but I couldn't read music. So I can't Dio, do sight reading. Sight reading, sight reading was trash. That was stupid. <laughs> Bro, I'm so bad at as a musician. That is one thing that is that I really have to work on constantly is sight reading, because yeah, Even I mean, just like with chords, it's yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially yeah. if it's not a chord that you normally play as much, because your fingers are just like, oh, what's that? You don't usually play that, you know? Yeah, like E minor seventh. It's insane. Because I know most most every chord you could possibly play on the guitar, but. You know, I always try and find the most simplest way that I can play a sheet of music, you know? And so well, if I don't have to play like a C sharp minor seven, then I'm not I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna play it, you know what I mean? I mean, most of the time I do have to play a C sharp minor seven if we're in that key because there's just no way around that. A C sharp minor seven's annoying though. I just hate having hey, to go you only, you only need three fingers, man. I know it's just my finger. That's what I'm saying, though. Is like my fingers, yeah. Because I usually sing in the key of G, right, or B flat with a capo three, you know, and right. that's usually well, the keys I that I sing in. And I only I'm so I'm so used to playing G, C, you know, D occasionally, maybe, but like C sharp minor seven, like when uh, the new worship pastor came in and auditioned the other day. Um, we sung Graves in the Gardens. We had all the way down an E. Yeah, he said, yeah, he sang Graves in the Gardens and E. The original song is C sharp minor seven. That C sharp minor seven, I like went to play it. I mean, I, I played the chord, but I was just like, man, that feels so weird because I never usually play that in a worship set. Yeah. yeah. Nobody really sings an E. He had a, a worship fail of his own, to be honest. To was, well, what did he say funny. from uh, from life to death? Yeah, he was he like, said. "I was running, <laughs> running from life to death, so running away <laughs> from living, so I can die." Yeah, because you die of funny. your earthly body. You do. So you just made that sound really good. Thanks, man. Now it's not a fail. <laughs> You're I mean, we, for, we were hard. On, we, I, I, we were, wait, we were hard on the guy. I'm. I gotta back somebody up. <laughs> I, w- I was just laughing. I was I was the I was in the uh, 
I'm not gonna say audience because it's not a show. It's 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 a it's an. Experience. You're in the congregation. Congregation, and I heard it, and I just smiled. Because it it just it really reminds how no one's perfect, and yeah, for sure. No matter how big you are, when you see someone mess up, who you think is perfect or think, oh, they're they're that good, it makes you feel a little bit better about yourself, knowing that okay, if he can mess up, why am I making a big deal when I mess up? Yeah, exactly. That's one thing you really have to work on. It's hard. I, it's very hard because you're. You know, as a musician, you know, every musician's hard on themselves. They're their own worst critic. And so whenever I mess up, I'm like, gone, man. Yeah. I wish I would have practiced that more, you know, before like going I'm, up on stage. Oh, yeah. I've gotten a lot better, I guess, because playing for 10 years, um, worship-wise. But I still, at some points, still get like, why did I do that? Or like, I totally messed that part up or stuff like that. And I'm just like... You, you start talking it with other people and like, uh, I didn't hear anything. I'm like, oh, cool. That's awesome. I heard yeah. it and I hear it in my dreams, but I guess you didn't hear it. So it's okay. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's insane. If you want to like, just have a good laugh, just, just type in YouTube worship fails. And there's so many good ones. Yeah. Why are you playing the blast beat on the oceans? Dude, I was literally about to say that. And that makes me cringe. Every single time, because it's an electric like, kid. Oh, because first of all, the girl, God bless her. She's playing she's off not the, Yeah, she's off. Her voice isn't the most talented, and then this dude just goes ham on Ocean. I'll say, Ocean, you can get upbeat. I played went, Ocean. He went upbeat. straight up like disturbed mode. Oh, dude, like, <laughs> it was the craziest thing ever. Oh, uh, it just makes me cringe every time I hear. I don't that. think I've heard this. Is it? Oh, was you it that good? No. Yeah, no, no, it was, it was it, terrible. Oh, was it really bad? It was uh, so I was bad. Say, like, just, I Tony, I'll send it in our. Mode. I'll send it in our Discord for you to watch. Yes. Oh my gosh, it is oh, terrible. No. And then there's another one where um, a dude was in a cage, and they had to set up like hours. You talking about the tree um, falling down on him? Yeah, the cross. Oh, I didn't see yes, that one. I do know and, that one. And like the worship I, leader was just, he kept, he looked behind him, he kept playing, and then he looked in front of him and kept playing while the drummer was holding up the ceiling and the cross crushing him. <laughs> like, I was like, how can you just see that and just not stop? And like, bro, are you so okay? You know that one song, was it Open Up the Heavens? That one? You I think so, about? yeah. But this some like older church was playing it, and like you know how older churches get when they try to to stick somebody that's like sixty five on a modern, oh, yeah. I would best say country, but modern, uh, I guess modern worship song. That's terrible. So it's like super slow, like super drawn out. But then the guy in the back, the drummer, a tree falls on him. Like the <laughs> I remember that plant, video. Stage I plants do. are not. Yep. Stage plants should not be used. Oh it fell on God. the. <laughs> it fell right on top of. Him. I remember that because I follow this page on Instagram called Worship Leader Probs. It's like Worship Leader Problems. Yep. Oh yeah. And um, it showed that video. So I'm I'm glad you said that because every single time I think of a worship fail, I always look back at that video. Dude, it's it's rough, man. Especially 
like something falling you in the drum cage, you can't do anything. There's nothing you can do to like make it seem nothing's going on. Like that, and that, that, that's probably the worst part of failing is not being able to do anything to make it seem like nothing's going on because people in the congregation won't see it. But almost every Sunday, there's something that someone is doing during worship to make it seem like nothing is going on and it's going flawlessly, where there's always something that is in the background messing up, either being off time or hitting the wrong note or dropping a stick or just anything like that. And they bring it back up to where you don't even notice it. Yeah, they're very, yeah, the sound, the sound people are very good about hiding mistakes. And I feel like that's another thing, too, you know, because like, I make a ton of mistakes on stage. So whenever I go up and sing and I mess up and I like say the wrong words or something, I try and act like I did that purposefully, you know, mm-hmm. because if you act like nothing just happened, like nothing at all happened, then people are just going to be like, Oh, well he meant, you know, he meant to do that probably. Exactly. Like, I don't know, because let's be honest, a lot of the congregation, you know, they don't really know like the order they're, of the song most of the time. So yeah, they're not musically. They're inclined. just, they're just, yeah, they're just there to worship. You know what I mean? Which, Oh yeah. Which is what everyone should be there for anyway. It's not a show. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I, I know there's been plenty of times back at my old church where we didn't use clicks. Um, so it would, first of all, always be me having to click us in, which I hated because in like the way I, I would have, rough. Oh, yeah, because the way I would have to click off is I would have to play the chorus of the song in my head to get the tempo. And then I would do that for a second, and then I can click off. But then sometimes I'll click off and forget how the beginning goes, and then I just lose it. And then, like, not knowing, not having anyone tell you the order, even though if you know the song, you, you start questioning yourself, like, oh, is the bridge coming up, or do we repeat this chorus? And so I literally had to look at the lead person and see if he's backing away from the mic or staying with the mic at, uh, to see if he's going to sing a chorus again or something like that. And then I have to really listen to see how heavy they're playing or, or how soft they're playing to see, oh, is this a cutout part? Is this a non-cutout part? And so, like, it was a nightmare every Sunday just in my own head. Like, if, if people could open it up and see what was going on in there every Sunday, they would probably, like, get a headache. Cause it was hard yeah. to follow, and and yeah. I never used a click until I got to the harmony, and after I would say f- three or four times actually playing, and I finally got used to it. It's I can't, I can't, I can go back to the other part, but like clicks are way better. See, that's the thing that I struggle with too, because I'm so used to click on main service, and then I go to reach, which is the student service, which is actually my job. Then you're where like, we don't have click. Yeah, I'm where we don't have click, and I just naturally have the click in my head for most all songs because the songs that I do at Reach, I do on main service as well. Yeah. Um, and so I have that click naturally in my head, and it's really hard because, you know, I'm teaching – I'm kind of teaching students how to, like, you know, kind of stay on tempo and strum, you know, to a click that's not there, that's exactly. only in my head because I play it's on hard. main stage. Yeah, it's, it's really rough going from – main service on Sunday to reach student or like the student ministry on um, later on in the day on Sunday, because I go from click to no click and it makes a world of difference, which I'm still trying to set up, but 
if I can't have a click for everybody on stage, then there's just no point of doing it at all. So, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's it can be a a hassle, for especially sure. if 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 the lead singer sometimes goes on doing something else, like like repeating something that wasn't supposed to be repeated, and if you don't have that click, like unless you're like in sync with them or you play with them before or just are good enough to like realize what's going on. Yeah. Like you just have to go with them. And then after that, it's, it's fair game, bro. You don't know where he's going to go. He, yeah, he's he's a no loose idea. cannon. He's Rambo out there. Oh yeah. That's Absolutely. What, that's what I love dude. about the is it keep, Like you said, it keeps you on that specific time frame. You, yeah. you avoid the 15 minute long spontaneous uh. moments. Like, I would just have to do a little drum fill to go right back to a chorus if we're repeating that. And then, like, you would see the little hand. And that means, oh, he wants to cut out and do an acapella thing. Okay, yep. cool. Little little soft drum fill, little ride hit, and then sit there with the sticks under my armpits like a professional. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. But we. Guess, huh? We all had some pretty, I guess, I wouldn't say solid worship fails. Because, I mean, nobody likes to fail whenever you're no. in that setting but I do have one more quick one though. We uh at the old church, like it was early on when we first started contemporary, like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And um uh, the song Like a Lion, which is called God's Not Dead Now, it's the same exactly. song. Um did they change we, it? It it used to be like a lion, I think, uh when um David like Crowder, the, the one that goes like growing like a lion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? That's yeah, the, well, well, I, the newsboys change it. Yeah, because they made it for the movie, basically. Yeah. Or they re-recorded it for the movie. Um, so now it's called God Not Dead. Roaring! Because the original didn't have the roaring part. I, I, it, yeah. was a, it was Crowder who sang it. Um, but anyway, we were playing that, and I didn't know it because I'm the drummer, and I was just doing what I needed to do, which was be awesome. Um, but every single instrument was in a different key, playing at the same time, and they we played the entire song. Oh, that is gross. Yeah, every single person in a different key. And oh it was, my it gosh. was glorious. Yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. Oh, wait, <laughs> we were playing in a gym. Yeah, we were playing in the oh, gym upstairs. So like it echoed. Yeah, it, it echoed. echoed. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> That's gross, bro. Yeah, it was rough. Oh no. I like luckily I didn't notice it. I was just playing. Um because like back then. All I had was a floor monitor in my left to the left of me, and that was it. That was the only thing I could hear. So literally, yeah. I was leaning over every single Sunday trying to listen to everything. So that was my that was my in ears for like two years. Was a floor monitor in a drum cage, and that was it. Hey, floor monitors work, man. They do work, but they like, do work, but they're not as good as any. <laughs> no, like, because with drums, with especially with cymbals, like unless you have something like drowning them out, like headphones or something. They're allowed, like super loud. Oh bro. yeah, for sure. But also, that was, that the, was my um, last trail. Another thing too is floor monitors. You can tie different instruments. Like let's say you wanted the keys, the bass, and the electric guitar both on one floor monitor. You could do that. I mean, but it, I mean, it sounds muddy, but depending on what floor monitor you have, you can do that. So there's a oh, ton yeah. of different things. I mean, it can kind of act in replace of in-ears, but it's just not as good because you can just – you don't have that software like we do with our uh, phone app to where we can just oh, turn yeah. 
different instruments down. That like makes it so much easier because having to wait till we pause. Oh, uh, I need this person down, this person down. I need this person down. Yeah, this exactly. Guy, this guy over here is messing me up. I need him like all the way down. I don't want to hear him at all. Yeah, like that, sure. that, that, that's embarrassing. It's mean sometimes. And also it just, it's a, so like if the weight, I'm not going to lie. Like in my mix, I have three, th- or, what, four things. My guitar, Tony's vocals, the track, and the clip. Yeah. Straight up. Like the way I have mindset is I have my vocals, um, almost all the way up. I have my guitar about 75%. I have a uh, clicking guide all the way up. I have everybody else about 50%. Mm-hmm. 50, maybe 40%. Maybe 40% yeah. up. Well, I, you know, being the, the worship leader at the moment, I kind of have to like l- try and listen for people who are kind of doing something wrong. Oh, a lot yeah. of the times I miss it because I, you know, I don't want to mess myself too. Might, so you're like, that's, yeah, I'm focusing on like what I have to do, so I'm I have a hard time, you know, debating on uh, stuff that other people are doing, you know. Yeah, which is a, a main job, one of the main jobs of worship leaders to like try and help people who are you know struggling on a song or you know messing up their part and just build them up. Yeah, build them up. Yeah, but I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm so bad about doing that because. Uh, then I go back to like the live streams on Sunday and then I'm like, oh, well, so-and-so messed up here, but that's okay. It still sounded great. But, you know, that's just from the musical ear, right? No, the congregation yeah. had no idea. Yeah. That's insane. Um, but, yeah. Ooh, I believe so- we uh, we got through our worship fails unless anybody. Oh, wait. No, I do have one more that I quickly want to discuss, actually. Um. This was uh, another our worship leader that uh, was talking about at the beginning. Old Jeremy was uh, was fixing a light for second service, and he fell off the ladder and then oh, talk he hurt about his that. ankle. He, he hurt so his mad. ankle. He, he got so mad at me. He's like, "Well, well, first off, I'm not gonna sit there and hold you because you chose to stand on a piano." He stood exactly. Like, I felt bad because I was right there, and he's like, "Call nine one one." Then he's like, "Don't call nine one one." Something, something about ambulance. Because how expensive ambulances are now. Oh, they're real expensive. Yeah. It's like I ain't trying to pay for an ambulance. So I was like, then the EMS came in there. (laughs) He like he passed out. Whenever they got his ankle back in, he like because of shock, he like passed out. Yeah, here comes Tony having to finish out that second service. And by the way, by the way, I did. <laughs> there are some times where I just don't have a chance to practice, right? But I'm still on. I'm still on stage for that week. Oh yeah, I did not practice any of those songs. So I was like, he had to go to the emergency room, and second service was about to start, and I had to like, I had maybe five minutes to go over each and every one of the songs in my head. And I'm not even going to lie to you. This is. I was really proud of that service because I actually killed that service and everybody was into it. Everybody was feeling the presence of God. And I think that I did a very good job on that one. So I wouldn't count it really as a fail, but Jeremy, you have a fail in here. If you're watching a fail that led to success. Absolutely. Yeah. Although I hope he's, I hope his ankle's doing good. Cause that looked like it hurt. I don't know. He's in the Navy now. So, I mean, he's, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeremy's like pretty ripped now, actually. He's a seaman. He looks like an absolute trooper. What a beast. What a beast. Then, Tony, I think you want to remind our listeners about something special coming up. Super special. Oh, yeah, facts. Um, So, we just recently got our fantasy team, our fantasy league put together. We have all 10 recipients. Um, seven, including uh, us. So for yeah, all yeah. of you, for all of you who listen on our fantasy league, um, the draft date has been set for the twenty eighth of August at seven p.m. Awesome. Um, we are going. We plan to go out to eat. Yeah. Uh, if you want to come out and join us, we're going to go out and draft from the table. Um, I'm okay with opening the league up to 12 people. If two people uh, message us on Facebook uh, and really, really want to join. But if we don't get 12 people, if we don't get two more people exactly, I'm not going to open it up to 11 people because it won't let me. Um, But I'm down with a 10 or 12 person league, but we right now we have our 10 person league filled out. Um, For all, again, for all the, fantasy league people that are currently watching the podcast um let us know if uh, you're available to go out to eat with us and i hope you guys have fun make sure to keep up with your players and uh trash talk as much as you want because you know i'm about to oh yeah and now we all the time we're still planning on doing a fantasy episode right because when does when does the first game officially start where it's pointless to do one um, it starts in September sometime. Let me see. First season game. I think like September 17th, 18th, maybe. 19th, oh, so we still 19th. have a little ways. Maybe. Yeah, we still have a we still have a bit, yeah. Okay. Um, well cool. It starts September 9th. It's the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. That's the first game of the season. Okay, so September 9th. Okay, hey, so yeah, we've been Bengals beating the Buccaneers in the preseason. What, what? Yeah, they should, uh, they were hey, actually man. really good. I know it's preseason. I, I think, I think Joe, Joe Burrow is going to have a, a good season this year. He better come I back to us. I hope he actually, I hope he actually lives in long enough to tell about it because his offensive line is straight boo boo. They've been boo boo. It's Bengals. Yeah, it's yeah. The Bengals' offensive line is straight As trash. As a Bengals fan, I don't want to comment. That, on that. Yeah, it's they they need to be a great quarterback. But with oh, the yeah. Bengals, yeah, I think they, that's what they they uh, drafted a few offensive linemen uh, from the draft, and so hopefully they're supposed to be better this year. But I can't even to, explain to you how many times they could have won. They could have won at least five games last year if they just wouldn't have been. Like each and every single one of the games, they could have won. They had one little mess up that made it all happen to where they lost. So I feel like the Bengals are supposed to be a lot better this year, but I don't know. They they just need to get the big blue wall to protect them. That's what we got. And I have Derek. I have Derek Henry. So heck yeah, I, I have nothing to worry about, my man. Well, we will uh, we will save all this amazing football talk for that amazing fantasy episode. I know we have a guest lined up for that. He's a good friend. He's, uh, he knows a lot of football, and uh, 
he's excited. He's been telling me that he's prepared and ready to go. So, uh, so that is this episode. What ep- What? I think episode we're on episode nine. 10. Is yeah, it nine? Episode nine. Nine. Episode nine. Episode, that's awesome. Episode nine. It's been a little while, but um, you know we're doing the best. We got a man already in Western going to college. We got Tony stepping up and other stuff. So lives are getting a little bit busier, but uh, we're still going to try to do this thing for y'all. So thank you for joining us in Tosh Talk episode nine. Worship fails, and we will see you all next time. Peace. Peace.